Accept the fact that you've got time to yourself and identify the positive aspects of the situation. All alone with just the beat of my heart. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy. Please leave me to my own thoughts, <laughs> Shepard. And this is Mitchell Manley, Aloney Baloney. Sounds happy. It does kind of sound happy. <laughs> it does happy. sound really, really happy and delicious. Right. I'm really, I've, I've been really into my uh, cased meats and like very, uh, <laughs> gross. And <laughs> like processed meats thing. Yeah. But I was stuck in traffic next to, um, a cow uh, truck, you know, like the mm. ones in the truck, and I was like, looked over at them, and I was like, I gotta quit eating meat. Yeah, those poor little cows, man. And I was like, they, I, I do they have water in there? I mean, I doubt it. I don't think they do. And I just, their little noses were sticking out. It was outside Atlanta. Yeah. So I like immediately stuck in traffic. I texted Dakota. I was like, I think I have to quit eating meat again because this is wrong. Sorry. And then you got home and, and cooked hamburgers and. No, I, what did, what had happened was I got home this morning at like 12 something, midnight right. or something like that. And, uh. Wow, that last two hours is the worst. <laughs> yeah. The last two hours of a 12-hour drive, man. Oof. I did get to spend a lot of time alone with yeah. my podcast. That's always good. And it was actually like the best 12 hours listening to, um, what was I listening to? It wasn't TBTL. Um, Liar City. Liar City. I haven't listened to that. It, they don't make them anymore, but go. you can download them all, and yeah. they're all awesome. I'll get I into it. Yes. So... What song do you get alone to your thoughts with? So I'm going to start us with Dan Reeder and his song, I Don't Really Want to Talk to You. My teeny squeak on these hardwood floors and these shoes never used to squeak before and I don't really Requires it, I do. I don't feel comfortable in your comfortable car, and I don't feel quiet in this quiet bar, and I don't. So I've brought Dan Reeder to the show a couple of times now, and I think he has some of the best songs about being alone and wanting to be left alone. Uh, he himself kind of he moved away from California where he grew up, and he like isolated himself in this really remote part of Germany, and he's like been living this really quiet and isolated life with his wife, uh, and he doesn't do very many interviews, and he pretty much never plays live shows, uh, even disappeared from music entirely for something like eight years. And it's just been a m- mysterious recluse, just doing weird paintings and building weird instruments and making strange electronics. 
Uh, and he's a man who can sing equally well about that isolated feeling of being alone or about that freeing feeling of, of being removed from society and not having to engage and humor other people and just enjoying being a weird hermit who's happy to throw himself into his hobbies and interests. I think you can probably relate to that yes. to a certain degree. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I was like, um, what's he doing in there? Yeah. He's building stuff. Yeah, so, definitely. Okay. So he is Tom Waits' neighbor. He kind of sort of is, man. He's just... he. He has tons of weird, obscure hobbies, and he just throws himself into them, and uh, he he makes weird paintings. He went to like art school when he was in his 20s, and uh, makes all of his own instruments is a thing that I mentioned on a previous episode. He he makes all his own guitars by hand, and I, it's insane. I bet his house is really quiet and calm. It's probably covered in spare parts, though. Oh, yeah, is, for sure. But um, if he's alone, no one else to care. Yeah, but this this really is about like my feels about half the time, even with like people I love Definitely. like a lot. Like I would rather just sit quietly. Mm-hmm. Um, I I ask Rue often to possibly have some internal thoughts because <laughs> just like the constant like stream of chatter just makes me a little bit anxious, and I'm a questionable parent, so <laughs> I just get really anxious. Um, so. I think what's really cool specifically about this song is like there's this amplified string sound, you know, mm-hmm. as he's like moving along it. Like it's definitely you can hear the actual texture of the strings, which I thought was just really cool. And um, yeah, I think that this is the omission that while we got to talk, it's just not really feeling like talking. It's just perfectly fine. To yeah, do. exactly. It's like we have to do business and do all this talking stuff, but not necessarily like do we have to? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's just me. I brought florists still. In the evening is when ocean tempts me the most. Cold black water calling. But for what? Is it for security? For shock? For eternity? Dark into dark, I want it to pull me deeply. I think sound would disappear like wood too. That would be nice after a very earthly series of thoughts. And to think tide speaks to the shore, similarly to the way I speak to death. Or to you who isn't listening, rather just standing still. So I just lucked completely into this like absolutely perfect song. Um, it's a uh, from an album called Emily Alone, and then I'm just gonna steal a little blurb from Genius.com. It says Emily Alone is the third album by Florist, released in July 26, 2019. Uh, the title references the album's structural setup and lyrical content. Singer-songwriter Emily Sprague made Emily Alone without her uh, bandmates Rick Sparato and Johnny Baker. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Uh, and every song is about Sprague's isolated condition. She wrote, recorded, and performed the album in her home in Los Angeles after moving there in 2017 while Sparato and Baker were in New York. So it's like this cute, like this super quiet album that's like sounds lonely and it's literally a third of the band made this band's album by themselves yeah so i love that it's like the band has three people and she just emily alone did this one yeah Yeah. so yeah this one actually is very incredible i loved it Uh, i have a huge predilection for just like spacey ambient music with dramatic spoken word over it 
reminds me a lot of a band called Slint who did that sort of thing a bunch. And that aesthetic definitely reinforces a feeling of isolation and alienation. And like the person doesn't even have like they don't even have it in them to sing a, a tune. You know, there's literally no song left in their heart. So all they have is just dramatic poeticism and it just strikes so deep. So, yeah, I'm definitely downloading this record after the show today. I I just downloaded it all. Nice. <laughs> it's like the moment I found yeah. this. I was like, I need this whole album because I listened to a bunch of them. So I was like, I went to my Apple Music and I was like, look at you, Apple Music, doing what I pay you for. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Ear buddies. It's okay, y'all. I think you can hold it together while you're lonely. Yeah. Or you prefer to be alone. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Will K brings microwaves lighterless. I guess you can over if you really try. said earlier i have hot dogs on the brain all the time pretty right. much all the time um if you do have a soggy bun just go ahead and toss that and eat the dog naked right that's just might as well not have it even though i i think that was actually the guy feeling like he is the soggy dog bun right Does i mean he's trash i don't want him to feel like trash he probably feels like trash oh sad so either way um i kind of like feel this way sometimes so earlier before heading to orlando uh i just uh, didn't want to leave the house just wanted to stay inside didn't really want to leave at all um even if the house is like a complete and total wreck and there can be fun stuff outside i'd rather just sit and weave knit and sew and uh anything other than leave the house or clean the house yeah especially yeah. in the heat no sense in going outside but even <laughs> even you know i say that but even in the winter i'm probably just gonna hole up in in my house and and stay to my own devices yeah yeah, so Microwave is a really fun and diverse band. They kind of tread the line between emo, pop punk, and indie rock. All their songs are just all over the place, which I think is pretty cool and kind of keeps them from getting pigeonholed as any one thing. Uh, I was definitely feeling that line. It's been a really shitty day. I'd rather take some time to just pound some Zinfandel by myself and unwind. Yep. Uh, you know, most days after work, especially through the dog days of summer, all I want to do when I get off work is just sit, sit around alone and unwind and just do something mindless for a bit. Uh, you know, I think we're both the sort of people that like to have things to do and try to structure our time responsibly, but I'm definitely still a big fan of just staying in and doing nothing as well. Yeah, it's like even whenever I'm staying in and doing nothing, it's usually something, something right, but yeah. it's like the part where it's like quiet and home right. and you don't have to, I don't know, change out of the shirt you've been wearing for <laughs> right, four days yeah. and like I'm I'm very much a person who would just hang out in my house with like all the, the snacks clothes. are just there. You know, you don't have to go far to get your snacks. Or you end up making a bunch of snacks yes. and not eating them because that's one of the things I'm known for Uh-oh. is make. There's like a massive brownie I made last week that still hasn't been eaten. Hmm. Yeah, I, know. I can help you with that. I, think. <laughs> I don't know if it's good anymore. Um, ben R brings Bjork's 
hyper ballad. says does alone while your significant other sleeps count because this song is perfect and it's a really amazing portrait of moments of solitude i had never contemplated the meaning of this song before yeah so uh yeah this is the way we just take our moments of being alone as this like luxury we were when we're like in a relationship or part of a family like i trust i truly just love being left alone and since i'm awake while most everyone else in the house is sleeping uh, my version of throwing stuff off the mountain is baking weird complicated pastries from great <laughs> british bake off all night nothing wrong with that yeah so that's what i like to do is just like kind of putter and like do my own thing while you know, I'm still in the house with the family. Right. Yeah. yeah. If something happens, you're there. Yeah. I'm pretty much the watchdog. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Yeah. This song is just so entrancing that the first time I listened to it to like make my notes, I just zoned out and forgot to write or notate anything. Uh, as with every Bjork song, the production is just majestic. She combines a lot of ambient atmospherics with the intricate electronic beats in a way that hardly anyone else can pull off. Uh, lyrically, it's equally as brilliant. She's talking about living on the top of a mountain with someone she loves. And each morning before her partner wakes up, she's throwing things over the edge of the cliff and contemplating solitude and the fragility of life. But she does it as a means of helping her to appreciate being safe and content with her lovers. Sort of a strange and and oddly specific (laughs) visual image and story. But I think that strangeness is kind of what drives home the theme as well as it does. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of people when they're getting up, like the making of the coffee, the partner that makes the coffee or, or like... Uh, you know that you see we don't have these much in Memphis but like the kitchen window thing do you have a kitchen window yes okay we don't because it would be directly into our neighbors like our neighbors probably kitchen I don't know yeah but um yeah it's like you know staring off into the distance or maybe just like the next wall next to you is like it's nice right even though it's like the day hasn't started yet so I yeah I, I Bjork. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Mary D brings days and days misanthropic drunken loner. Ourselves to make 
encourage ourselves to make us feel like we're not just the same. She says, don't think I excuse myself. I'm an asshole just like you. <laughs> um, I think the singers got burned a little bit. A little bit. I think so. Uh, let's just talk about this grimy male voice and the sweet, angry child female voice <laughs> that's going on. Uh, like, I love it. I feel like they nailed the um, misanthropy. 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 Misanthropy on the head. And uh, yeah, it's just like, they are some angry folks yep, they're also being very honest they're very honest they just don't want to they don't want to deal with y'all anymore they're yeah. done with it yeah go yeah. away I, I know a ton of folks who are like super into folk punk right now and this band seems to be one of the foremost bands that people are talking about this is actually my first time you know really sitting down to listen to them and i do totally dig it uh you know i kind of went through my my folk punk phase in like my early to mid 20s a lot of blackbird rom and ghost mice and andrew jackson jihad before they went full band uh, I dig the idea of folk punk being this like punk rock bluegrass and you can play it anywhere and you don't really have to be a virtuoso musician to be in a folk punk band. And I think that sort of accessibility is like a perfect fit for like a punk rock aesthetic, you know. Uh, I can definitely relate uh, to a lot of the isolationist stuff lyrically about wanting to hide in the back of a cave at the top of a mountain and just be a hermit. And I especially like the line, sorry, I just like myself more than I like you. <laughs> it sounds kind of bitter and mean, but I've definitely been in the position where I just didn't want to go hang out with folks because I was just depressed and irritable and just dreaded every moment of like faking laughter or pretending to be interested in what they were talking about. It's definitely a dark place to be. And I think the song kind of articulates that pretty well. Do you need to tell me something, Mitchell? No, I mean, I'm good because I talk about it and I listen to folk punk about it. Okay. And then we record shows about folk punk, which I didn't right. know that's what this was called. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm sorry. They're like, when she starts screaming, like, Rawr. Yeah. Yeah. That is so adorable. It is pretty adorable. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, Frank E. brings Queens of the Stone Age, Vampire of Time and Memory. I know confusion here. As I feared The illusion that you feel Is real To be vulnerable Is needed most of all If you intend to truly fall Apart You think the worst of all Is far subject matter i'm an expert in but seriously back a couple years ago when i was feeling particularly alone this album came out and helped me get through it i thought this was a super group with dave Grohl in it yeah he was in in this group for a little while oh. he's on some of the songs on this album okay this particular i think he's on four songs on this record i looked it up but uh yeah this song is a different drummer i was pretty sure it wasn't velvet revolver right now is that a super group Velvet Revolver is Guns N' Roses plus Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, okay. I got really nervous. I was confusing Queens of the Stone Age with Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> yeah, right, like, yeah. It sounds kind of similar. 
They both got stone in the title, at least. Yeah. Multiple word band names. Yep. (laughs) Um, So, like, this is the audible version of Elena from this year's Great British Bake Off. Um, who is like spooky all year round? <laughs> this is uh, it's it's pop rock, but also gothy. Kind of. I'm pretty sure that's a thing that can happen because it hit, happened here, right? All right. All right. Yeah, um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this one is pretty much about not being attached to whatever's happening around you, and just like me. Yeah. It's like not. Am I alive? Am I not? What's going on? Right. So it's so gothy, but like not. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Grohl definitely in this band at different points, <laughs> and yeah, he plays on on some of the songs on this album. Uh, but this does happen to be their other drummer. <laughs> um, I really love that Queens of the Stone Age are such a diverse band. Uh, they could very easily capitalize on just being stonery desert rock, but they also dabble in like slower, more solemn stuff like this one, and they do an amazing job. Uh, you know, like like you said, this one's about just being depressed and kind of checked out, and you know, kind of like what I was talking about in that last song as well. Uh, I think this whole Queens of Stone Age record was written after their singer and guitarist, Josh Homme, had a really terrible surgery and tons of complications afterwards. And he was just in this nightmarish place mentally, and his bandmates had to help drag him out of that dark cloud. Uh, depression is indeed a vampire, and it saps your energy and just makes you want to let time waste away and takes away any interest in engaging with the outside world because the outside world is just so disappointing. And, you know, this song kind of articulates that detachment in a very visceral way that I that yeah. I enjoyed. Also. Did they need a hug? I think he might have needed a hug really bad when they wrote the song. Yeah, it's like really sad. Also, what's going on with the video? Yeah, the video is also pretty strange. I feel like I should recognize the lady in it. Yeah, I don't know who that was. But she, okay. I feel like she's like an actress or something that I've seen somewhere. I don't know. She is an actress in the video, so. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, Jeremy brings Tommy James and the Shondells. I think we're alone now. And watch how you play. They don't understand And so we're running just as fast as we can And one of the few people that didn't think Tiffany was the original writer of the song. Yeah. I want to point that one out. But we did get the Tiffany version, too. Um, didn't know this was like a 60s song. It's, uh, it? it's I like... think it's like late 70s, if I recall. Okay. It's much older than I thought it was because I was like, this sounds like the 80s. Like in this recording, this sounds like it was like an 80s chord progression or something. I don't know. Yeah. Does that sound like? Does that sound right? Sorry. I mean, it, it does have that sort of a progression to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure when this one came out though. We'd have to double check because Tommy James Research? and the Shondells had like, I think they had some songs out in the '60s, but I think this one may have been the '70s. I don't know. It sounds good. And, Jeremy, uh, send us an email. Oh yeah. Uh, which one of these is Tommy James? I'm I'm gonna say he's probably the guy singing. I have to imagine. Could be the guitar person. Um, it could be. 
Tambourine's pretty sweet. Dude, I love tambourines. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I've always loved this song, even as a kid, when all I knew was the Tiffany version. Uh, her version's very poppy and has some really great vocal delays and harmonies and does that cool call and response stuff in a way that's a bit more grandiose than the original version. But the original has some production tricks of its own, especially that really subtle keyboard in the pre-chorus and the little crickets and heartbeats after each chorus, which really emphasize that we're alone and all we hear are each other's heartbeats thing. It's definitely reminiscent of that teen love where you don't get many opportunities to be alone with each other and adults are always telling you to behave and keeping their eye on you. So whenever you have that chance to just be alone with them, it's it's a very exciting and magical moment. Yeah. Know? I don't know. Like my teen boyfriend, his mom never supervised us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I think I, <laughs> I didn't have that part of being a teenager. Oh, well, <coughs> I guess my mom supervised yeah, your mom. My mom. I think I remember your mom uh, taking some folks home from a, a party at one point oh, and, and made everybody do a hand check on the way home. She like turned on the interior lights and made sure that none of the boys and girls were doing anything un- untoward in the, in the dark. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Takes me back. <laughs> I'm feeling anxious. Um, so, Charlie brings... Loves alone again or Yeah I've heard a funny thing Somebody said to me You know that I could be in love with almost everyone I think that people are the greatest ones that there's like this flamenco vibes going on and i think i read somewhere that it's because the singer's mom was like a flamenco dancer oh interesting or something like that i don't know it this is almost like a timeless sound where you can't like truly place where it is but then right. you see the album cover and you're like oh this is so 70s yeah definitely yeah so. definitely so but it's really really good and like it's just it's good like it's a definite like feel of what like i don't know Waiting. That's what it is. It's a waiting room. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've never listened to much love before, but as with pretty much every one of Charlie's submissions, I'm compelled to do some research and fill in the gaps in my music knowledge. Uh, I love how theatrical and well-orchestrated this one is. It's, it's part folk and part prog rock, part psychedelic, and it's all weaved together so seamlessly. kind of takes you uh, through the low points of being lonely and brings your mood up with a little hope and positivity, has the horns and the strings, but then it resolves back into that sort of lonesome minor key with the acoustic guitar. Um, takes you on a pretty pretty interesting little ride there. I definitely I'm definitely buying a, a love album next time I see one in Goner Records. I have a question. Yeah. So I know Goner. 
I thought they were a recording studio. No, they're a record store here in Memphis, but they also run a record label Okay, that uh, distributes various garage rock bands. See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, they're a record label. I never thought that you could actually buy records there. Yep. And so I always go to Shangri-La because, I mean, yeah. it's... I mean, hopefully I ain't making nobody mad, but Shangri-La is kind of better, in my opinion. I don't know. It's but the, Goner it's, has tons of great stuff, too. I don't know. I need to walk into Goner, but I'm so used to, like... I used to drive to Memphis to go to Shangri-La. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I'd go to Yarniverse and uh, Shangri-La. That was what my, and then just, like, take a left at the pointy ball of doom. Right, yeah. It's like, which is not what that's called. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, now that I'm in Memphis, I know. Sputnik. But, um, yeah, it's just... I'm now, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning <laughs> so many things. Um, I'm pretty sure we got feedback, I'm sure, tweeted at something, I don't know. We'll eventually have time to read the feedback, yeah, I think. I promise, I, I do read it, it just happens to be at 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can tweet at us. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. I'm at Madam Woolite, and the show is at E-N-D Pod. Uh, Facebook group where you can like post all your good songs, Earbuds and Earworms podcast group, and the voicemail line is 731-400-B-U-D-S or 731-400-2837. That got dramatic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can email the show endpod at gmail.com, and you can always check out the show online, endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. What did you bring? So yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave us with Weed Eater and their song Alone. Uh, normally I try to leave us on something upbeat and positive, but I just love this song so much and I feel like it still has that final song energy, <laughs> even though it's a slower, sad one. Uh, Weed Eater is normally a very loud, very heavy stoner metal band, the complete opposite of what the song sounds like. But for some reason, they just threw this one depressive little number in the middle of one of their records and it's one of my favorite depression songs about just wanting to be left alone. Uh, so go hide in your favorite crying spot and let Weed Eater tug at those heartstrings with their song, Alone. Oh,